and welcome to another episode of the Illinois Realtors Podcast. What happened? Legislators flew into Springfield for a brief lame duck session and, well, Illinois Realtors Senior Vice President for Governmental Affairs Greg St. Aubin will provide members a recap of the lame duck session and a glimpse of the legislative initiatives Illinois Realtors will discuss with lawmakers in 2021 to help your business and your clients, plus exclusive interviews with the new Speaker of the Illinois House and Senate President. To introduce Greg, here is the 2021 Illinois Realtors President, Sue Miller. formally called the public policy meetings. It was extremely popular and many of you took time out of your schedules to travel through our friendly frigid temperatures, ice and snow to participate. Well, good news. We've changed the title to winter business meetings this year for a very good reason. We have expanded to provide you with more insightful, and in-depth information that you can use to help your clients, your community, and most importantly, your business. Being consistent with our ROI platform for your Illinois Realtors to offer consistent services and programs to help us be united, strong, and resilient in 2021. We will help you to better understand the agendas of the powerful Illinois Legislative Black Caucus in the House and the very influential minority GOP Caucus in the Senate. We will explain how that impacts our advocacy goals to help you continue to operate efficiently and successfully. To that end, we are also going to walk you through our 2021 legislative agenda that includes protecting every facet of the real estate industry while securing passage of legislation aimed at addressing the state's growing housing availability crisis. We are also going to outline how diversity, equality, and inclusion expand your customer base and increases your revenue. And we will conclude by answering your questions about new administrative rules, how to continue to operate safely, and all other legal matters. While I truly do miss seeing you in person, I am so happy that you can sit in the comfort of your home or your office and receive these updates on key business and legislative issues and the outlook for the real estate industry and our businesses and communities for 2021. Now, the forum on our legislative priorities in 2021. Advocating on behalf of our industry and private property rights is one of our most important missions. This year, we will be seeking passage of our own legislative package to increase the affordability and availability of housing throughout our great state. Greg St. Aubin, Senior Vice President of Governmental Affairs for Illinois Realtors, will outline our agenda. Greg, the floor is now yours. Please let our members know what we're up to. 
Well, thank you, Sue, and hello, Realtors. Welcome to the 2021 Spring Session Legislative Outlook. We've got a lot to talk about for the Spring Session, but let me very quickly put things in perspective by telling you about a crazy end to the 101st General Assembly, known as the lame duck session. So after the election in November, you've got a period of time where the old General Assembly meets before we swear in the new one. That period is called the lame, lame duck period. And so there was a lame duck session, and the legislators came, came to Springfield, first time they've been here since May. They came here for a few days a very intense activity, uh, and we were at the very heart of what was going on. We came into this lame duck session with a legislative proposal that would have ended the eviction moratorium and all of the restrictions by law sooner rather than later. We had a really solid uh, proposal put together. We even had an incentive in there for landlords to sign new leases and keep their tenants in place. We presented that, and to our frustration, our proposal was more or less cast aside, and a new proposal was put forward. Well, <laughs> you will, would not believe what was in this proposal. It would have ex not only not brought, brought a swift, swifter end to the moratorium, it would have extended some of the moratorium's provisions, most importantly, the, the provision which prohibits landlords from uh, proceeding with evictions, it would have extended it into the spring of 2022. Well, of course, we strongly opposed that. We entered into neg negotiations, and because of the short time frame, uh, our legislative team, along with our, uh, your CEO, Jeff Baker, were engaged in negotiations virtually around the clock. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, leading up to the close of the lame duck session on Wednesday. So after all of this no negotiation, it turned out we couldn't come up with an agreement. Well, it was so important to legislators that the realtors be on board anything that was put forward, we were summoned to the House Speaker Michael Madigan's office, and he was going to bring the parties together to see if he, he could have us come to an agreement. Now, here it is. On virtually the day he suspended his bid to continue being House Speaker, and we sat in his uh, office virtually uh, negotiating this for over an hour and a half, uh, which was just really ironic. And so we thought we had a deal, but the, the, the thing just wound up falling apart. And so would we have preferred a good piece of legislation going forward that would have ended the moratorium sooner? Sure. But we sure are glad that we didn't have, that we were able to defeat that proposal that would have carried it into next year. So that's one of the issues that will uh, be pushed forward into the spring session, and we'll keep you posted on that. But speaking of the speaker, we now have a new speaker, State Representative Chris Welch from Westchester. Uh, there was a, an intense battle for who was going to succeed Speaker Madigan, who, by the way, is the longest-serving 
legislative leader in any state or federal body in U.S. history. So this is a really unprecedented time here in Illinois. Representative Welch is a good friend of ours. We regularly go to him. And I, I often seek his counsel on strategy on how we're approaching legislation. He kind of gives us a behind the scenes insight as to what's going on. And he helps us, hey, uh, maybe you want to talk to so-and-so, or maybe you would like to point out this issue more than another. He's really a key ally. And I know the local realtors have a great relationship with him. Now, uh, you wouldn't believe it, but you know, he's just sworn in the other day, and he made the time to have a Zoom call with me uh, just to say hello. And we've got that for you today, so have a look. Well, hello, Mr. Speaker. Congratulations. Hey, hey thank you so much. Honored to be here. Thank you for making the time to do this. I'm, I'm sure you've just uh, hardly had a minute to, to, to just sit and absorb all of this how does it feel well it still hasn't really sunk in yet greg uh you know when i went to springfield last week i didn't think i would come home uh with the title of speaker of the house of the state of illinois uh, let alone be the first african-american in the state's uh long history uh to hold that position so it's taken a while to soak in my phone is ringing non-stop uh text messages emails it's it's hard to keep up uh but you know it's it's a it's a good time to be in Illinois, and it's a good time to be in the House of Representatives. Uh, it was really an amazing uh, uh, lame duck session uh, for, for, for Black Americans, Black Illinoisans, and to cap it off uh, with the election of the first Black speaker uh, was special. Yeah, that is, that is really amazing. Given the, the, all of the conversations that have been going on, you know, really across the country and uh, uh, the one of the major uh, focuses of the of the lame duck session, as you said, was the Illinois Legislative Black Caucus agenda, and for all this to come together, it's just really it was it's just really amazing to to watch, and uh, we are so proud of you, and I think that your colleagues in the House made an excellent choice in in making you speaker and to lead us forward at this critical time. Well, thank you, Greg. I uh, certainly hope not to disappoint. We're rolling up our sleeves and getting right to work. Uh, looking forward to, to doing the job. Well, as I told you, uh, we're recording this and uh, we have some meetings uh, taking place where our most active realtors from throughout the state are gonna be tuning in and uh, getting a legislative update and uh, kind of a, an outlook of where, we're, where we, some of the things that might be happening as we head into the spring session. Do you have anything, any message you'd like to share for our realtors? I mean, we, we, you've been a great supporter of ours and we really appreciate that. And we look forward to working with you. You know, our organization and our members, they're really engaged in their communities and uh, the, they pride themselves in the realtors being a constructive participant in the legislative process. And we you know, pledge to do anything we can to help you as you lead us forward in the House. But if, is there anything, anything else you'd like to share with our members as we uh, embark on this journey? 
Well, first of all, I want to, uh, again, thank you for having me on uh, to address your members. And uh, I hope everyone is well and staying safe during COVID. Uh, I will tell you, uh, I'm looking forward to continuing our relationship now in my new capacity as Speaker of the House. You know, as a, le a legislator, you tend to look at things in the lens of your district. In this new position, I'm going to have to look at things through the lens of the entire state, what's mm -hmm. good for the entire state. And I couldn't have a better uh, partner in that than the realtors uh, who uh, bring and set policy uh, that impact every community up and down the state and across the state. Uh, so I look forward to working with all of you. I look forward to seeing you at the Capitol uh, and you know, continuing to help uh, move positive agendas forward. Well, we couldn't be in better hands and we're really excited uh, to work with you. And please uh, let me let us know whatever we can do uh, to help you move our great state forward. Thank you again for the time and hopefully you can get uh, some rest uh, one of these days. Well, Greg, I, I will tell you, um, my voice, I can tell my voice is starting to change. So I'm gonna sleep well this weekend. <laughs> Amen, all right, take care. We'll talk soon, okay? Take care. Thanks Have a good one. And of course, we can't leave out the Illinois Senate, which is led by State Senator Don Harmon from Oak Park. Senator Harmon leads the Senate with a steady hand. He's a good friend. And I had an opportunity to have a chat with him as well recently. Take a look. Well, good morning, President Harmon. How are you today? Good. Good morning to you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for arranging this. Well, and boy, thank you for joining me on a Saturday morning. We're obviously both in uh, our casual attire after an absolutely grueling week. I don't know about you, but I'm still feeling the effects of it. Um, you know, virtually 24 hours of session the other day. How do you feel? Well, I haven't pulled an all-nighter since college uh, that I can recall. <laughs> uh, a little bit harder uh, than it used to be. Amen but it important work, and I'm glad that we got so much done. Yes, there was, a, there was certainly a, a lot done. Well, I just wanted to offer you on behalf of our members who are viewing uh, a heartfelt congratulations on being elected Senate president uh, once again. Uh, you're a great leader, and uh, I salute, we salute you for stepping up to lead our state once again uh, during some very challenging times. Uh, and, you know, how does it feel? Uh, it's a challenge. You know, at, at two days after I was elected uh, in January of last year, we had the first uh, uh, confirmed case of COVID. Right. And so um, my, my time in, in the Senate presidency has been uh, certainly uh, overshadowed by having to navigate uh, a pandemic response. And then, of course, uh, the civil uh, unrest that followed the, uh, the murder of George Floyd in the spring uh, added a whole another level of complication. So uh, we've been uh, we've been traveling through rough seas, but I, I'm I'm really pleased that we were able to come back uh, and not only navigate COVID, we hope successfully, but also to to really uh, uh, adopt a robust agenda for for uh, change and uh, and equality. Well, you've certainly led the Senate with uh, a steady hand, which is exactly what was uh, needed uh, through these times. So here we are, the, we're into the 102nd General Assembly now, uh, and we 
still face those challenges. We're still under uh, a, uh, the governor's uh, declaration and the eviction moratorium. And we tried to deal with that a little bit in the lame duck session, but fell short and we'll get right back at it. But, and the state continues to face uh, uh, a budget deficit and uh, without the passage of the fair tax, the revenue picture is always something that's gonna be at the forefront. So do you have any thoughts on, as we enter the 102nd, what, uh, what you're looking at and how things are gonna go? Uh, well, uh, again, um, there is nothing normal about these times. Uh, having had such a uh, protracted January session before the new General Assembly uh, assembled, it's, uh, it's a little hard to have a proactive agenda until we unpack all that we did and figure out what, uh, what still needs to be done. Uh, that being said, I think that the two obvious things are the things you referenced, finding a way to steer not only the General Assembly, but also the state through what we hope is the, uh, the, the last run of the pandemic uh, with the vaccines coming online and uh, the successful, we appears to be successful mitigation efforts. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel, we believe. So staying steady until we reach that, uh, that status quo. Uh, and then with the General Assembly, finding a way to return to the Capitol to do our work in a way that is safe and open and transparent. Those are gonna be the challenges for the next weeks and months. Um, by the end of May, uh, I hope we will be able to deal uh, honestly and successfully with our immediate budget challenge. Uh, we have some tools to do that. Obviously, we didn't uh, uh, have the voters approve the constitutional amendment, which takes one tool uh, that we'd hope to have away from us. But at the same time, the, the changing of the guard in Washington uh, suggests that we might have a, a, a more willing partner in D.C., to help not only Illinois, but every state and municipality sure. rest with the economic downturn resulting from the pandemic. Well, and we uh, certainly uh, are gonna be a part of those, wanna be a part of uh, many of those conversations. And uh, as you know, uh, Senator, the, the realtors, our members really pride themselves on the organization being a constructive uh, participant in the legislative process, uh, the give and take of negotiations, bringing our expertise uh, to the table. And so is there, uh, and as I mentioned to you, uh, this meeting we're recording is uh, to, to kick off a week's worth of meetings of our most involved members throughout the state. Uh, is there any message you have for uh, our members out there as, again, we enter uh, this, this next phase here? Uh, I, I do, and uh, we really appreciate your presence at the Capitol. You, you have a great team on the ground interacting with us. But more importantly, I, I, I want to tell you how grateful I am and how impressed I am that uh, in the wake of these challenges, uh, the response of the realtors has been so um, collaborative and thoughtful um, and, and recognizing that the, the true strength of your business is, is, is not and has never been the price of dirt. It is the value of communities. And so the, the open-mindedness and the thoughtfulness with which you have engaged with us on very difficult discussions um, that might seem counter to the, uh, what folks would think would be the knee-jerk reaction. I can't tell you how grateful I am for that and how much I believe that will benefit uh, you, the organization, and your members in the long run to have that kind of partnership with the, 
policymakers in the General Assembly. Well, well said, Senator, and thank you. And and uh, we look forward to uh, diving into this with a with, with a positive attitude and ready to roll up our sleeves and work with you. Uh, now, we also had another minor development at the State House this week with the election of a new Speaker of the House for the first time in decades, uh, which makes you kind of shortly into your tenure as Senate President, the elder statesman at the Capitol now, and particularly, um, you know, with your style, you know, you have, you have guided the Senate, in my view, with a very steady hand, and traditionally, uh, the Senate is the more deliberative body, and, and you know, where you, you get some of uh, the, the House kind of swaying with the times and reacting uh, a little bit more quickly to the issues of the moment in the Senate is the more deliberative body. Do you, how do you see things perhaps changing? And you're, you're probably still just uh, settling in with it, but with the, with the new uh, Speaker Welch uh, in the House. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to working with uh, Speaker Welch. Uh, I've known him for a long time. He represents an adjoining district. Uh, but I think it's an interesting um, notion that I, I don't know that folks have picked up on yet. Um, I, I have joked with some of my predecessors that uh, I really hope that the baby boomers would give the millennials or the, uh, the Generation Xers a brief chance to govern before the millennials take over the world. And, and right now, uh, I think all four legislative leaders and the governor are either at the very tail end of the baby boom or uh, Generation Xers. So uh, this is as much a generational change as it is anything else. And, and I'm hoping that we're going to have a chance to tackle uh, some of the problems uh, that are facing us right now with a, a, a different perspective. Well, uh, that's fantastic. And listen, uh, I'll let you go. I'll let you get on with your weekend. Hopefully you can uh, bank some sleep and before, before taking off once again. Uh, and the realtors really appreciate you. We look forward to working with you. And thanks again for making the time. Great. Look forward to seeing you all back at the Capitol as, uh, as soon as times return to something approaching normal. All right. Take care. Now, as we head into the 2021 spring legislative session, of course, the state is facing many challenges. The pandemic and its aftermath, we still have a huge backlog of unpaid bills and a very large budget deficit. Amidst that, the legislature will be introducing thousands of new bills. We'll take a cursory look at every one of those and pull out the ones that affect the real estate industry, you, your profession, homeowners, property taxes. And we wind up with about 150 bills that we actively lobby on throughout the session. We update you on what's going on with those every week with our state capital report. But you're probably familiar with the issues, things that regulate our profession, real estate disclosures, land use and zoning, property taxes, environmental regulation, local governmental powers, uh, rent control, increases in the transfer tax, uh, you name it. And we will be diligent in following those bills and making sure the voice of Illinois realtors is heard at the Illinois Capitol. We're also going to be proactive and come with our own legislative proposals that so we take the initiative. So we're not always in a position where we're, we're reacting to the initiatives of others. 
the legislature views the realtors as leaders. And they come to us and expect our guidance on where public policy should go regarding real estate issues. And we'll be ready to provide them that guidance. And we'll keep you posted on it as the session progresses. So we're ready to take on the challenges. We've just recently beefed up our State House legislative team. I'll still be leading the team. We have now Bet Betsy Mitchell and Jim Clayton uh, on our State House team. And then we've got Matt Rentschler, who was our legislative legal counsel, who gives us that expertise uh, where we need, need to uh, some input on the legal nuances of something so that when we're sitting at the witness table, we are the experts. But there's a role for you, too. Please stay tuned. Every week the legislature is in session. We do a state capital report. Keep up to date on, those, on the issues so that when the time comes and we ask you to get involved, you'll be informed. And what I'm talking about is a call for action. Times during the legislative session, we'll send out these calls for action that will ask you to email your legislators on key proposals. You wouldn't believe the impact it has when someone from their district voices their opinion on an issue. So they listen, so make sure that you respond to those calls for action. So we're ready to go. Bring on the spring 2021 legislative session, and we'll keep you posted on what's going on. Stay tuned, stay involved, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Illinois Realtors Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and of course, go on to iTunes or your podcast app of choice and leave us a rating and a review. If you'd like to know more about us, you can simply go to www.illinoisrealtors.org.